Before we get started, if you love what we're doing on the Church Sound Podcast, do me a favor. Hit that subscribe button. Review us on Apple Podcasts or whatever platform you listen on. Check out our YouTube channel. And if you want more information, go to our website, www.churchsoundpodcast.com. See you in the matrix. Welcome to the Church Sound Podcast, where kingdom culture, real life, and technology intersect. I'm your host, Prentice Thompson, along with the pastor, Caleb Winley. We're here to help you get through Sunday. Did you hear the pastor? What about your live streams, social media? We provide solid solutions for all of your multimedia needs. Let's learn something today. Let's go. Yes. 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 Welcome to another oh. edition of the Church Sound Podcast. I'm your humble host, Mr. Prentice Thompson, along with the pastor. Pastor Kayla Winley, guys. How y'all doing out there today? Yes. Yes. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Yes, it's it always beautiful if you're alive. Oh, yeah. Come on, man. You know what I mean? Sure. You know, you're live and you got your health and your strength. Yep, yep. You got yep. breath in your body. Especially like, now. Like my mom said, blood running, running warm in your veins. <laughs> That's good. I was, that was always weird to me because, like, it has to be warm. It, yeah, because if it's not, if it's cold, you dead. Right. So so blood running warm in your veins. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder where that came from. I wonder where that came from. Anyway, welcome to episode number twenty. Trey. 20, 20, 20 Trey. 20 Trey. Jordan. Yes. <laughs> yes. Six rings. Yes. Yes, sir. World greatest that of all time. times. You got that, that Jordan time. show popping off. Yes, yes sir. Sure. Well, thank you for tuning in. We really yeah. appreciate you. And as a as a note of a call to action, as we always say, hey, make sure you subscribe, um, write a review, uh, yep. share it. Before we get started, we got to shout out our, our sponsor, Metro Podcast Studio, hottest podcast the studio podcast. in New York City. If you need live stream, quick quality audio recording, video co- recording, and post production, they can handle it. They got you covered. Make sure you get, get it them done at MetroPodcastStudio.com and they will take care of all of your podcasting needs. Yeah. But today's show mm, 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 has a mm, rather mm. interesting twist. Yes. Yes, it does. And what is the title of today's show, kind sir? Today's show is the Graphic Church. The Graphic Church? The Graphic Church. That's what we're talking about today. Oh. I'm a, yeah. The yeah. Graphic Church. Okay, the now. Okay, okay. So get your popcorn ready. <laughs> exactly. Get your popcorn ready. Hey, listen, I was checking the analytics, and listen, I want to thank, I want to wish people out in San Jose, yep. um, Houston, Texas, uh, um, Australia. Australia, we see you. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's another one, Dallas, Texas, and Detroit. Yeah. So, thank you for our new viewers. Hey, make sure you you share, comment, and um, help us spread the information that we have to give to you. Make sure exactly. you tune into our YouTube channel. Yeah. And check out the. You can see us live. We see what we look like. Yeah. Rather handsome fellows. Yes. Just thought you'd like to know. Thank you. So the graphic church, the, and there we go. The graphic Gotta church. Gotta be kidding me. The graphic church. The graphic church. So what the graphic church is about? Explain what the graphic church is about, kind sir. Well, I think the graphic church is really about. It's not what it sounds like. It's really about using graphics 
uh, multimedia, uh, all of these other uh, avenues that we have available to us to promote the kingdom in a way that we've never really promoted the kingdom before. A lot of times we, uh, you know, we don't, we talk a good game, but we don't, we don't put no flyers out. We don't put anything on, on uh, uh, Facebook or, or all these other areas, all these outlets that we have available to us. It's going to take graphics to grab people's attention. They need right. the right color. They need all of that. So, so we want to talk about that today and just really um, kind of get you guys steered in the right direction for those that are not. And, um, and put you guys back in position for those that may have fallen off. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Yeah. Well, before we jump into our today's topic, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we like to do what we always do yeah. every week. Every week. And every thanks for those week. who tuned in on IG Live um, on Ask Us Anything IG Live every other Saturday. Make sure you, you, you hit us up and bring your questions and text your questions so we can help you. So, so let's jump right into what I call, what we call... Sunday. Sunday, 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 Sunday school. school. Sunday. That's what I'm talking about. Let's get it, y'all. Sunday school. This week, all right, brother. The man, Mr. Prentice Thompson, is um, up on deck, you know, and I'm bringing the word of God. The word of God. The word of God to the masses. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And I got, um, I got three points. I'm about to close, but I got three points. Three points. Every, every before before I close, I got three points. There you go. Before you close. Before I close. <laughs> the first one is show your right. Show your right. Point number one. Okay. Number two is they don't see me. Mm. They don't see me. Okay. Number three is I should have, I should have ironed my shirt, but I forgot. <laughs> I, I should have ironed my, my shirt, but I forgot. I forgot. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so, so <laughs> kind sir, I will let you. I will <laughs> let you select. Should have ironed my shirt. <laughs> They don't see me. Or they don't see. I'm, see, I'm kind of, those. that's where I'm kind of, I'm, I'm vacillating between the two, my brother. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're going to rock with they don't see me. They yeah. don't see me for 25? 25. Yeah. They don't see me for 45. Okay, 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 okay. Ding, Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, cats and dogs of all ages, please pay yep. attention. Come up close to the mic. Um, um, you know, I gotta, I gotta do my stick with him up close to the mic because Uncle Ricky has a story for you. <laughs> All of my hip hop heads know who Slick sure. is. Yep, yep. Sure. All right, so they don't see me. I was hired to mix a concert, mm-hmm. and in this concert, um, was Ladrea Johnson okay. and Deidre Hatton. Mm. Okay. Deep. Alright, All right, so I mix it from the house. And I think what a lot of people don't know is, is when you when when churches throw concerts and they bring in a single artist, mm-hmm. what happens is is that the church provides the musicians. Right. Because it cuts down on cost, obviously. Right, right, right. And then they then they'll send the songs that they want to do right. to the church with the background singer, well, the choir, whoever. Right, right. Artists, especially if it's a black church, mm-hmm. they will have those things in, in 
place. Adria Johnson is an artist that requires background singers, choir, because that's what her music indi- indicates. Okay. That she have live singers. Okay. Okay. So it was D. Hattie who crushed. Got an interesting story about soundcheck. We won't get into that, but interesting story about soundcheck. But that was interesting. The co- the, the, the Drea was amazing. But okay. so I'm at soundcheck, getting everybody straight. Um, you know, full band, organ, keys, bass, drums, guitar. You know, like uh, maybe eight background singers. Wow. You know, for you know, praise and worship sure. for her. For so first, what happens is is that the local, the church praise and worship will come up, and they will they like the they like the opener. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> they, yeah. They were like, "Yeah, so we're gonna bring the the wings of praise up. They sent a selection for us, <laughs> and then you're gonna have the children's ministry come give us a, a, a the, the exactly. young adult ministry is gonna come up and give us a selection. And don't forget the deacons of rap. And the deacons of rap <laughs> come up and give us that. <laughs> we were going. Oh, hallelujah. <laughs> hallelujah. Too blessed to be Hallelujah. stressed. So, too blessed to be stressed. Watch out now. So, <laughs> so, you know, it's sound check. People come up. Show starts. It's rampacked. I'm talking like mm. people standing on the walls. And it's not, it's not a small wow. church. It's hot in there. It's yeah, tight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. With up off on me. I'm just like, oh my gosh. So, wow. In the costume. In the pit. No, it was a Baptist church. But that's what it sounded like. A Pentecostal it's, church it, it, is it, it, normally it like, a Sunday. Dude, crazy. That, that church was ram-packed. I mean, wow. good Lord. Had to get extra seat. It was packed. Mm. So, she comes out. Laughing <laughs> already. She comes out. And I'm, I'm like, they had like, I think it was two, it was, it was three per voice. Three tenors, three altos. Three sopranos. So I'm looking over. They had the they had the tenors in the middle, sopranos, tenors, mm-hmm. and altos. That's how they, they had it. Okay. So I'm looking. This big, heavy set black dude. I said, "What does he have in his hand?" Looking, and he's singing, and he's doing this. With a cell phone. With the cell phone on stage. This dude is with the cell phone on stage singing. This singing with the cell phone. They don't see me. They don't see me. They don't see me. I'm looking like, it's this dude, this is mine. Like, he's on stage with a national recording artist with his cell phone on her. Yo, word? Yes. Yes. Ooh. I'm like, what is he doing? I'm talking to the promoter. I'm like, yo, that's not good. You need yeah, to yeah. tell that dude to stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure, for sure. They, yep. they tell him to stop. He's like, like, oh, stop it. Dude was They pulled, no, he didn't. He pulled it back out again. 
Like nobody saw him. Oh, he's got to be like, kidding Like, dude, you on stage. It's like, it's cameras, it's screens. It's it's not like... You're in front of everybody. You're in front of everybody. Everybody. They don't see me. Wow. They don't see me. It's a whole lot. It's a whole lot to that concert, man. I'll tell you off the off camera, but man, what? Man, sorry, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, Castle Dog. I cannot share this information with you. But this is some, some. This is some stuff. I can't even share it with you. I'm not trying to. I'm not. Wow. Trying, I'm not calling names. I'm not trying to put nobody on blast. But Lord, have mercy on my soul. <laughs> I'm about to close. I'm about to close. Well, I'm about to close. Well, 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 well. Ladies and gentlemen, catch the thoughts. Uh, Sunday school was um, rather interesting today. Oh man, uh, part two, part two, Scott. Part two, Scott. Oh, I got to. Oh, dude, that that whole. Listen, let me tell you something, brother. I I could do like ten or twelve to fifteen. Sunday schools off that one event. That's a fact. Wow, that's sad. That's a that's, that's, that's an absolute fact. Wow, that wow. I can't even hmm. make this up. Maybe the, maybe the title is right. The graphics. <laughs> man, listen. Man, man, listen. Okay, listen. Okay, so let's jump uh, into today's topic: the graphic church and what we're talking about today with the graphic church. And yeah. and I want to I want to dial in the reasons why. This is important because even though we're talking about the church sound podcast and we do deal with things other than sound, but we have to understand that all these things connect. They do. Your visuals connect. They do. Your, your, your ministry connects to your, your imaging, to your, to your type of sanctuary that you have. All these things connect to the overall image that you're trying to portray. Right. And what you see is, um, what you don't want to see is graphics that don't match your vision. Exactly. exactly. It has to match the vision. It has to say, I know who that is. Right, right. Not only that, it's, I know what they sound like. Yep. I, I know, I know what the imaging is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the, 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 the artwork goes along with the, Right. With the youthfulness or the whatever the department is, but the overall ministry, all these things connect. So understanding the importance of having a great church logo. Yeah. Yeah. Not not something that you just found yeah. and put you know, found uh, like as a as clip art in in um, yeah, yeah. in in Word in, in, in Microsoft Word and say, right. you know what, we're gonna put our name under here. Right, right, right. Or right. do another way. We're gonna put our name under here, right. and then we're gonna call it um, "Laws of Praise um, in the Wind" um, missionary <laughs> epistical, um, epistical epistical. So, so in your head, this is what I need people to understand. In your yeah. head, when you say the title of your church, yeah, what do you see, and right. what do you want people to? gravitate towards when they see your name. Right, right. Get everything else. Right, right. When they see the name of the church, what does that logo look like? And what type of emotion does it emit to you? 
Now right. we all we've all seen our famous logos. We can go Frosted Flakes. You can right. go AT&T. McDonald's. You can go McDonald's. You can go yes. BET. Yeah, yeah. They all, those images say something to you because it's connected to not only the imaging, but the programming, exactly. i.e. your church Sunday services or your weekday services, and or what happens during the week that emits from that. So you need to have a base that you're working from, mm-hmm. and that base mm-hmm. that you're working from is the, the granular main image of your logo. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. When yeah. designing logos, you've designed logos, I've designed logos. Sure. Um what is the what is the thing that you you feel that is most important when you're designing a logo? Um for, for me for a church, specifically for a for, church. For specific, specifically for a church, what's the most important thing that I need to understand and recognize is what's the vision of the ministry? What is this because that's just not, it's not just a logo. It represents, when a person sees this particular image, they are connected to the vision of the church and it speaks about where the, even the direction of the church. You know, it's funny, I, I was watching, this is a, a perfect example. I was watching uh, something on Periscope and the, the church was the Apostle's House. That was the name of the church. But their logo was a globe and a duck. And so I'm saying to myself, somebody didn't recognize the vision of the house. What's the vision about? Or, or even more, they didn't even take the consideration just the name of the church. There's so many directions and ways you could go to be able to create something that that connects to the people, but also connects to people that walk by your signage or your church or your billboard every single day. It's not just what you put up there to grab people's attention. That logo speaks about who you are. And I think that that's the most, for me, it's very important to first understand the vision and then under, even talk with the pastor and see what is it that you want your logo to represent? How do you want it to touch somebody's life? Does it, how do you want it? It's just like the M's on McDonald's. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That, that logo you see it anywhere, you know exactly what it represents. And they will never change those golden arches. The same thing happens with the church logo. That church logo, like a, a prime example of who does it really good is Bethel. Right. That, Bethel does, their marketing schemes and everything that they do is very strategic, but it's, they all tie in with the next. And so when I'm creating a logo, I want to... I'm not just thinking about, I'm thinking about the vision, but I'm also thinking about what else, what are the connecting factors? This doesn't just represent the, the pastor, but it represents the whole, the whole enchilada. The, the other ministries, everything has to fall up underneath that, that logo and it has to work consistently across the board. What have you found to be challenging in those conversations when you speak to your leader, leaders about um, creating a, a church logo? I think the most challenging thing that has ever that I that I've noticed consistently is this is your vision, but this is what you're saying. They don't line up. Right. What you're saying is your vision. Well, we we you know we're an outreach church, but you know we're, we're looking to do uh, you know we want to bring all the people in. But 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 you're saying in your vision we're outreach, but you're saying with your mouth. We're trying to we're trying to bring the community in, just just grab them, grab them all up. They have there has to be cohesion, and a lot of times I I feel like some people like I think I think you hit the nail on the head. Some people take something off of the internet 
And then that's not really the core of where their hearts are. If, if that's where your heart is to bring people in, then that should be what you focus in on. It's okay. You will, that will emerge and become who we're supposed to be. But a lot of times, a lot of pastors say, this is who we are. This is what it says on paper. This is our five lines, but this mm-hmm. is not. But, but in your heart and how you function and what you do does not display what that says. You know what? This brings up um, an interesting story that kind of relates to this. So this is going to be a little, now I'm going around the corner. I don't take a hard left. Okay. okay. All right. So I met this guy one time, um, young Spanish guy. Mm-hmm. And he wanted, he was, he, he came, he came to tell me that he was now in the hip hop game. Mm. I was like, okay. I said, what's the qualifications for you being there? He says, so he says, got my chain. Oh my goodness. I got my truck. I got my rims and I got Pro Tools. That was the prerequisite for him being in the hip hop game. (laughs) So then I said to him, who got the talent? Exactly. exactly. And I think that when you apply that to what you just said, you got the church, you got the singers, you got this, you got that, but someone grabbed, someone told you you needed a logo. Exactly. You didn't create one. You just grabbed one, mm-hmm. some words on it, Yep. and now you in the game. Exactly. Because someone told you you needed a logo. You needed a logo. Right, right, right. And so now you say, man, you got the yeah. logo. So God's yeah. gonna touch the people because exactly. this fish and our logo means. Oh my God, yes. We are fishers of men. Yes. Of men and dogs and cats. And we go out. Into the wilderness. Exactly. We speak to the trees. Exactly. We're a nature ministry, and we have we have missions in the field, and we have church in the field out in Wyoming. <laughs> it, that has nothing to do with your logo. Exactly. Exactly. If you're if you're a church and you're doing service in nature, your logo should say. Exactly. We do church in nature. Right. This is who we are. This is who we are. That's right. Own it. Own it. You got to own it. Right. And a lot of times, it's funny, I I love the fact that you said that. I've known churches that they were happy with a praise and worship leader, single praise and worship leader, maybe even a praise and worship team, until someone else came from another region and said, hey, this church needs a choir. And now all of a sudden, you put a choir in. But that's not your flavor. You got to own who you are. You know what I'm saying? You gotta really own who you are. So I think that's 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 so key. And not and not be afraid to be you. And not to be afraid to change. Right. Right. Um, so let's talk about some just some basic um starting points when okay. starting a logo for a church. Um what is your you you went to what's your vision? Mm-hmm. Then what is the next stage you go to when you're developing a logo? Well, as you know, as a graphic designer who is a believer, um, 
my my next step is prayer. My next my next step is keep it keep it godly, keep it centered. He knows the Bible says that he put us into the ministry, so he knows what he wants that church to be represented by. Right. And a lot of times, it's that one that one logo that the, the pastor bypasses that I know God said to make, and then later on comes back and say, "Remember that thing that you had created? I, yeah, I'm not feeling what we. So for some reason, that's not working. I've I've actually had that at least five times, just knowing that it's God led. You know what I'm saying? Um, another another step that after prayer, I start sketching. I start sketching based upon what I know of the church, what I know of the people. And I think that one of the things that many graphic designers may uh, not do is I talk to people, not just the pastor, but I'm talking to who, who, who's on your, your, your usher board, who, who's in media, who I need, I need, I need to know what are they seeing? Because just because the pastor sees a certain thing doesn't mean everybody else sees that. Right. So I try to I try to get a, a cohesive understanding of where we really are, and then I begin to do I begin to do some sketches. Um, I think that that's important because everybody sees the tree from a different perspective. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. I think that what what reason why we are, you know we're dr- we're drilling in this the logo because the logo is the centerpiece of your ministry and these are the and this will be the centerpiece but there are layers to the other sides of your ministry yeah so you have youth and you have outreach you have missions you have all these right. things all of those will have logos too right right and, and these are the things you got to think about how does all these things factor into the center right because right. you got to think of the logo as the tree and these other little entities yeah that's in the church body as your church organization sure. the the branches right right tree. right right and it needs to appear like it's the branches from the tree not like some separate entity exactly I think people make this mistake with with color scheme mm-hmm they make mm-hmm. huge mistakes with color scheme. They'll have one ministry in the church be one color, and the other church in the ministry be another color. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then yeah. you put them all together, and be like, "This is reading rainbow." Like, what's going on here? Exactly, exactly. And, it, and and nothing matches up. Yeah. Secondly, when you when you when you're putting together your logo and you're putting together your graphics, fonts, yeah, are huge. Amazingly huge. Amazingly huge. Because for one, what I what I what I tell a lot of people, even when I design, I design for how you see the logo far away, not up close. A lot of churches give me script fonts. I, we just we just we want all the script, we want all the lines and everything. And I'm like, you're not thinking when somebody drives past your building, what is the first thing that they want to see? They, they need to be able to legibly read what your signage says mm-hmm. and what your logo looks like legibly very quick because a lot of people don't have the time to start to fit, sit there and figure out where the where is the f at in the midst of all this scribble scrabble you know what i'm saying you know what i have the reverse approach okay my reverse approach if you can't see it small and read it and mm-hmm. you don't have it okay that's good I, i've never looked at it from that point of view okay. because if you can see it small then you can see it big Mm. Like if I could shrink it down 
so small, think about it. Your right, logo's right, gonna right. be in different sizes. Sure, letterheads, right, letterheads, right, right. like on a on a monitor, right, right. On a monitor, on a screen, yeah, on a phone, yeah, on a computer, yeah. Like on your YouTube channel, on your under on your lower thirds, all these things, right. your lower is gonna appear. If I can't read it small, mm. yeah, what difference does it make? What difference does it make? It's just like I can't read it. I can't right. tell what it is. Right, right, right. I have to read it small. And I and I kind of got that concept from from mixing records. Okay. I would what I would do this is a trick for all my engineers out there. This is a trick I learned from the the, the great Prince Charles Alexander who makes records for everybody. Wow, wow. Do some wow. research and learn him. I sat up under him. He would turn down the music so low to find out what was the loudest. Mm. Okay, I need you That's to good. track with me. That's good. So what I would do is if I'm mixing a record, instead of playing it all loud, you, you want to see how it's going to sound in the room. You want to play it through the, to your big Yuri's in your big room. And then I would make everybody leave. I give me a pair of headphones. And I sit there with the volume knocks, everybody to leave, and I turn it down. And turn it down. Turn it down. Turn it down. Till I'm like, that's good. All I hear is the the cowbell and the hi hat, and I hear mm-hmm. a little bit of shaker. That tells me that's the loudest. Mm. Because I have it on almost on zero, and that's all I hear. Uh-huh. That means it's the loudest. Right. But you can't tell it's the loudest when everything's loud. Right. Right. So it's the same concept with it's the same concept with the logo. If I can't read it small, then I don't have the logo. That's good. That's good. Because if I can read it small, it's gonna look fantastic big. Yeah. Okay, that's good. Okay, so think so think of okay, think think about our logo. Right. Right. When you came back to me, I said I gotta be able to see it small. You probably didn't know what I meant then. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> I know you didn't know what I meant. I was like, I yeah, can't. Yeah, yeah. I gotta. Be, I gotta be able to read it small because it's gonna go on multiple things. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. I gotta be able to see that thing across the street, and I gotta be able to pick up someone's phone. I gotta be able to. I gotta be able to see it on the hat. I gotta be able to see it on the shirt. I gotta be able right. to see it on the wristband. I gotta be able to. See, I gotta be able to see it. It gotta be recognizable. Mm, that's good. And that's, that's the good, other bro. key: is recognizable. Meaning that your logo has intention. Exactly. And, the t- and I need you to get this. So track with me. Your logo is built to grab mm-hmm. attention. Yeah. yeah. Not to make you feel good. Not to say I got a logo. Not to say we agreed on this. Right, right. But to grab attention. Yeah. If no one's stopping to look at your logo, right. you don't have a logo. Exactly. You got words in a font. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Oh, for sure. For sure, bro. I'm preaching. <laughs> I feel the Holy Ghost. <laughs> but that's true. That is so true, man. And a lot of people are comfortable with that, though. They're comfortable with that because there's that mindset of if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Right. This, this, or oh, that works for the, the church down the block. Mm-hmm. You know, 
that works for the my, the mother church. Well, well, you ain't the mother church. Mm-hmm. You still have to have your own identity. That's the key. All yourself. You know, that's, that's the key. So the reason why I'm reason why I really want to talk about this is that um, it's so many times that have you ever gone to a church and you would see their logo? You get inside their church, their experience don't match the logo. Exactly. So what I'm expecting to get is not what I'm getting. Right. Right. So your logo should say all of that. Right. Yeah. All of that. So when they experience it, they mm-hmm. experience it. And that image that's planted in their head, in their heart, in their spirit. Yeah. Matches the image. Right. So all right. of your signage, right. everything is going to say what it is. Right. Everything. Yeah. Your sound yeah, says yeah, yeah. the logo. Exactly. Your your mannerisms says the logo. Right, right, right. How you operate says the logo. Exactly. Exactly. Everything says the logo. Yeah. And, and I think also don't be afraid to have a logo that seems simple. Exactly. Because sometimes those simple logos are what you remember for years. Yeah. Yeah. AT&T. Yeah. Yeah. That ain't, that's not like some, no. That's a great color scheme and a great yep. font on yep. a slant. Exactly. But it works. YouTube. But Instagram. Nike. Nike. The Nike swoosh. Yeah, the Nike swoosh. Yeah. The swoosh says Nike without even saying the words. Exactly. Exactly. You know what so, I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about um selecting the right color. Like okay. when, when when do you when do you have that discussion? Do you do you create a color palette? Do you do you submit different color ideas? Mm-hmm. How um, do you do it? For me, well, using, I'll use our, our, where we're at, one of the colors that stood out to me was just what was being projected in the house. It was using a lot of burgundy. So I, when, I, when I look at a, a logo for a church, I'm looking at what is the most predominant color that you guys tend to gravitate to? Because it's a church that I, I work with in um, North Carolina, South Carolina, and they have this blue Everywhere, everywhere you look, there's blue. So I was like, guys, you don't recognize that your color scheme is is blue. And then I had to break down to them what blue represents, you know, how it speaks to healing, you know, so how it speaks to wholeness. And I was like, oh, my, you never looked at it. I said, yeah, that's your color. And so a lot of times you just have to kind of look at what's going on in the building. Um, as well as build out a palette and say, okay, well, this is this is what I see as your primary color, but these are colors that accentuate and bring out this particular we want to draw people's eyes back to this because this is what represents you guys i don't know if you caught it but um in new york rite aid has they had they had a a logo you may have rite aid in your in your your region but rite aid which is a pharmacy had a logo which was beige and red they just did a rebrand now it's blue and green why because blue represents health you know what I'm saying? Hope healing. While green represents uh, flourishing and coming back to life and stuff like that. So these are, you know, that's 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 one of the things that I look at. And even 
even more than that, what I like to also see is what is coming out of your mouth. Because a lot of times you can be a very fiery preacher, but be a very passive individual. Mm -hmm. And that can determine your color scheme for the representative of your logo, the representative of the house colors, you know, Mm -hmm. just being everything, keeping everything cohesive. So how does that factor in, like, when you're... So say, for instance, okay, cool, we... You've gotten to the point where we, we got the logo. Mm-hmm. We've, 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 we've settled on the logo. Do you find that, as, as before we get to that, before, do you find that it's a number of people that, that decide in some churches or is it just one person? It depends on how the church is structured. So the church in South Carolina, they have a whole board. But the, defi- but the defining voice, of course, is the pastor. But that board looks at things from the, the perspective of this is what we what we all agree upon, but the pastor has the final call. He said, okay, well, I, yeah, our color's in it, da, 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 da. but I've been in places as well where there's a whole board. And so one person saying, I want green, and the other person saying, I want blue. And then that becomes the struggle. You know what I'm saying? That, that's, that's where the contentions come in because clearly not only are you not on the same page, but there's not a corporate cohesion. Mm-hmm. Whereas we all understand and say the same thing. So that, right. I've, I've had both of those happen. You know what I'm saying? Well, what I found interesting is like when doing logos, especially when I'm doing, I, I do, I've done church, I haven't done church logos, but I've done, you know, artist logos, sure, label sure. logos, like entertainment business logos and stuff like right. that. But, but I will always get to the point where I would say it needs to look good, negative and positive. Right. And it's funny, like you could design a logo and then turn it negative, meaning white on black on black on white. Right, right. And it'll, you'll be like, it ain't working. Right. Because it right. has to work both ways. It has to work inverted, right, exactly. It has to work both ways. And what we mean by that is, imagine the logo on a black t-shirt with white ink. Yeah. Imagine the logo on a white t-shirt with black ink. Right, right. That's what we mean by inverted. Yeah. Now. You'd be surprised how certain things will look good black on white, but not white on black. Exactly. Right. So, you know what that means? I can't use it for everything. Yeah. And if I can't use it for everything, I don't have a logo. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's true. And, and, and those, those two things I told you, seeing it small and negative and positive. Yeah. It's always a defining factor. Exactly. Always yeah. a defining factor. Yeah. Because if, if if I can't do that, then then I'm not conveyed the message to work in every medium, and that's the key. Yeah. So let's talk about mediums. Where? How do you look at logos and, and it works in certain mediums? Social media, website, um, um, apparel, uh, merch, um, signage. Like, how right. do you look at that? I guess for me, my biggest pet peeve has always been when I when I blow this logo up, is it too big? Because sometimes, or when I shrink that logo, and it goes back to kind of what you were saying, if I shrink that logo back down, then I and if I lose it, then that's something it's it's not effective. And then needs it needs to be able to be able to survive, like you said, on black or on white. 
because white will white will swallow up a logo while black will expose the logo. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so I have to look at it from those those standpoints as well. And then how well does that logo translate on a Facebook or on a can I can I do um, use it with a transparency background? Does it work in those in those areas? Because people are spending time looking at you, but the the way that they get to know about your ministry is that they look at that logo, and I think that that's that's something that needs to take place with me as well. Um, does it does it translate in all of these mediums as well as does it translate on paper? Sometimes you can have a great logo that don't look good on paper, right? It don't look good as a as a on a letterhead. You know what I'm right. saying? And, and we may not be in that place now, but that's when I when I, when I started doing graphic design, everybody was using letterheads, and those letterheads was not working for everybody. And right. so that's and that means you gotta even identify what type of color letterhead do you work do you use for the page. So all of these things, all these factors come in when I'm you know when when I'm looking at the, the just the kind of the broader scope of where that logo and how that logo can be. So let's talk about size in a sense of when you're using your logo in different social media formats, mm-hmm. like the header of your Facebook page or the, or the, or of your, of Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you, how do you navigate that? I think the only way to do it is I already know the size of, of all those windows and what they're, what they're requiring. So that's a good thing for me. If I have to put something on a 1080 by 1080, I first do it, you know what I'm saying, in my computer, not not making it live so that everybody else can see it. Um and 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 vice versa with every other every other social media. So what I do is I, I always test it out and give it a test run and then take it into something that's going to give me the a similar um kind of response that I can kind of look at and say, okay, well, this works here. It should work there, you know, and, and then also have to, one thing about what I'm, what I'm not, what I'm noticing a lot about social media is that if you're not careful, certain colors don't work well in social media. Mm. Certain things don't, certain things don't translate based upon screens and, and how that particular platform interacts with TV screens and computer screens being that now everything is is pretty much everywhere you if you're on social media I can pull you up on my television depending on the kind of TV you have mm-hmm. and that will affect how people see your logo too because your logo right. will get, can get degraded depending upon the size of the mm-hmm. screen that you're looking at so I, I got I take all those things into consideration so what when, when what program do you use I, I, I mean it's only two I know Illustrator and Photoshop. So to do, but there are a few, there are a few, um, depending upon what you want that logo to do. If I'm starting out, I always start in Illustrator. So you're right, because we want, we want to make images that are vector that when I say a vector image, what I'm saying is I can stretch that image as far as I want and it never pixelates. In other words, it never breaks down. The, the flip side to that is if I use Photoshop, Photoshop produces always a large size file. Even if you export it out, it's still kind of large. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but I also use, I've used Final Cut, not Final Cut, um, After Effects to create logos as well, which is pretty, which is kind of almost vector, but it, it, it you can produce a really sharp, uh, logo. But I mean, I think the, I think basically 
you're talking right. It's it's gonna be Photoshop and Illustrator. If, right. if if it's if you're professional. Some people may say, well, I use Corel. Well, or this this new thing that they got going on is like a whole website. You could just create your logo, create your, your layouts, and but when you when you go to print them joints out, they're all seventy two DPI. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Exactly. Right. And some and some churches are doing this and bringing their files and saying, "Oh, I want to put my thing. I want to print my I want to print my flyer up. Your flyer seventy two DPI. I can't even make it bigger." Okay, so explain to the people what what DPI is. Okay, so DPI is dots per inch. For a printer to get a sharper um, image out of what you create, it needs to start at 300 DPI, at least 300 DPI. If you're sending something on the internet, DPI means dots per inch, but it also means the size of your file will be larger. So if you you look at your image and your image is, say it's, uh, some people have created, oh, it's, it's 12 by 18. Your logo is 12 by 18 in size. But when you look at the dots per inch, it's 72 DPI. That means that that logo, if I reduce that logo down for one, it's already pixelated. Mm-hmm. It looks hard. It's going to look horrible. I can give it a 300, 300 DPI um, rating, but it's not going to come across as 300. So if I'm going to take your logo and print it, it's going to look horrible. No matter whether I'm printing it on a regular printer at the house or even send it to some guy that's going to print it out uh, you know, with some glossy finish and all this other stuff, it's just gonna look horrible. So, what what is the base where, where you start at? You start at three hundred. I I started a thousand. Ah, a thousand. I started a thousand because I want to come wow. down when I want to. Okay, it's funny. I, the 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 place I'm I'm kind of working at now. That's one of the things. That's oh no no no. Start at six hundred. I was like, if you start at six hundred, sometimes that can be good. But depending upon where you're going and where you're sending it, mm-hmm. now we have to deal with upload speeds. We have to deal with right. so if, if I'm at if I'm at 600 and I'm saying to a friend, okay, I'm sending you my stuff, they're like, well, where's your stuff at? And when you send something too large, many a right. times mm-hmm. you come into a situation where it'll get it'll make it through, but it'll be it'll get corrupt. Yeah, so that's true. you know. You that's know, true. So yeah. That's true. Most of my stuff I ain't sending it out. Most of my stuff is in the house, so <laughs> I'm not worried about that. I'm not worried about that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I do all my own stuff, so it's yeah, I, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's not going nowhere. So I know exactly what I'm. I know exactly what I'm doing. That's know, if I need yeah. to go down to 300, I go down to 300. And I keep it. I keep it. There. But starting at a thousand is good. If you know that, okay. Well, if I need to send this out to a printer, I need to drop it down. It's not. You're not going to lose anything. Exactly. You know yeah. yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So when 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 you look at logos on on websites, um, on signage, um, what do you? How do you explain to a leader that your artwork should translate? Like, how do? Because, like, what language do you use to explain to them it should it should it should translate? Right. Um. Sometimes, sometimes you gotta, you know, some, I've had to do things where I've got to physically take them and look shoulder to them on a computer screen. Cause I had a pastor who wanted to do a billboard, but his logo was very intricate, like extremely intricate, which was great for your church wall, 
but not good for a banner. Not good, not good on a, the, the the type of color you want to put it on. So I had to physically bring his logo and show him and say, bro, if you look at this, is this clear to you? I said, now think about it when somebody's driving by or when somebody's walking by and they look up and all they see is this blood red background and your little black and white logo. It, it right. does not translate well. So sometimes you got to bring it down to where they can actually physically see it or use your iPad or something like that. And sometimes mm-hmm. you can use your phone and say, if you can't see it here, if it don't translate well on, my, on your cell phone, trust me, it's not going to translate well when it's on something that's... 400 times the size. So what's your testing process when you test when you test a logo? I think for one, the first thing I do is get it to all of those individuals that I've already spoken to, if, you know, throughout the process of, of the creation. I, a lot, one of the major per- people that I use for testing logos is my wife. She has, because she's not going to tell me what I want to hear. You know what I'm saying? You need people that's going to say, yo, that's whack, bro. Right. That that's corny. You could have you could have mm-hmm. done better. Mm-hmm. You know that was good. That's good for secular, but that's not good for the kingdom. You know what I'm saying? Um, and so I try to keep a, a group of people that I can send my logos, send logos out, and say, all right, give me your honest opinion of what you think this is. This is for this particular church. This is their vision. Does it fit? The inner circle. Yeah. It's it's funny how a lot of these concepts I use in the music world. Mm. I, Everything you're saying, because in the music, in, in my in my inner circle, we send each other songs and mixes. Mm, that's good, yeah. Like yeah. so, so we have a song coming out. Um, it should be in a few months. That one of my partners sent to me, and immediately from hearing the song, I heard a background vocal in the on the. On the on the three minute mark of the two two minutes and thirty five second mark of the song, wow. there will be a vamp section at five minutes. Mm. So when he sent it to me, I listened to it. I said, "Hey, listen, go back to two minutes and thirty five seconds. You heard that little section right there? Can you repeat that at the four minute and thirty eight minute mark and loop that for like That's dope. eight bars?" Yeah. Because that's a whole other section that you could take advantage of. And then when he did it and he sent it back and he sent it to the rest of the team, everybody was like, I didn't hear that. Mm. I didn't even hear that. But that's the that's the that's the the greatness of having a, a strong inner circle. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And to be truthful, I would test my music out on my kid. I was just about to say that, bro. One of the people in my team that I that I use a lot is a millennial, because just because baby boomers like it, millennials may reject it. You know what I'm saying? They see it differently than we see it. So mm-hmm. I'll send it to him, and he'll be like, mm, "Nah, bruh, nah. That's that's that's. It looks old. It looks dated. And when you mm-hmm. hear that." You got to be able to hear that and hear that with the right ears. Right. Just because you've had your logo for 25 years, it could be dated. You might mm-hmm. need fresh eyes, fresh perspective, mm-hmm. and a fresh mindset that says, mm, I wouldn't walk in your church because right. it looks like it's nothing but a bunch of old people with wheelchairs up in that piece. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? Based upon right. your logo. Yeah. Right. Going to, the, going to the car stand like this. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> those watching, those listening, uh, I'm, I'm, mimicking, I'm mimicking someone with a walker. 
<laughs> Hold on. Slow down now. Slow down. <laughs> Who we here? Wrong section. <laughs> Lord Jesus. Oh, gosh. I hate that hill. Lord Jesus. <laughs> Somebody got the all around here. I need some all for my knees, child. Lord Jesus. <laughs> oh, well, in parting, yeah. what would you say if you had the name of one, two, and three is the most important um um, um, perspective to have when, when, when looking at imaging uh, for your church or creating it? Creating it. Um, I would say the first, the first uh, perspective that's from what I've just, just, just kind of walking with this thing, getting doing this over and over and over again, is the first perspective you have to always check with God. You have, you literally. And you have to also also make sure that you're right where you need to be. When I'm creating anything, I'm I'm very attentive to where am I mm-hmm. right now, right? Because where I am right now would define. Even though I got the vision, I got the information, I got all the stuff that I need. God is speaking to me. Where am I right now? Am I in a place where I can hear? Where I can be? Um, objective, and even look at myself and say, you know what? That's why. Don't do that. That's somebody else's stuff. Now, how about we go a different direction? How about we not pull something from some website and try to replay it? You know what I'm saying? Um, so for me, my first step is, is looking at God. Secondly, looking at myself. And then third, looking at what the person putting my, it's, it's something that that my that our dad has taught us. Um, Take yourself, especially when you're preparing a message, take yourself out of the pulpit and sit in a in the congregation. Look at the logo as if you like as if you didn't make it. Look at the design as if you didn't make it. There's many times that I've created stuff in our ministry, and I don't get the benefit of really seeing it and seeing how it flows and seeing how it connects until it's printed. And so you've got to be able to step out and not be so, not just, oh, I just, I love this. This is it. That may not be it. And yeah. even too, too many times in my life that I've created things. I've, you know, it's funny because you know our dad. I've created stuff for him. Like he doing 20 books and I've done about probably seven comps each book. And he's like the one I'm thinking he's going to pick is the one he rejects. Absolutely. He said, I don't want that. But this one, I like. And you're like, what? And so one thing a a mentor told me years ago, don't fall in love with your designs. Oh, man. That's the truth. You understand the same thing like with you with your production. Don't don't fall in love with that song because that'll be the one they don't choose. And if you're not careful, it'll crush you. It's always like that. Yeah. 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 And I think pastors have to also take the take a step back and look at it and say, okay, this is not about me. This is about who's going to be attracted into the kingdom. They will come in and see me, but I need something that's going to be the bait on the hook. And sometimes that's how 
That's how I approach doing logos, that this is going to bait somebody into the building, and then it's the, it's the responsibility of the people to represent what they've just came in, what they've just come into contact with. Wow. But that's, that's it. That's good. I think that um, the process, just don't skirt it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, just... Go through the go through go through the whole process to to to, to, to land the right thing. Yeah, yeah. Where where does a like talk to the pastor that has no idea where to get a graphic artist from, and the importance mm. of having a good one. Yeah, not. Um, I think I think pastor. I think the one thing that you have to always realize and understand is that God, the Bible talks about how God puts individuals in the body. Well, there's someone that has the answer to what you're looking for. Many a times we have to excavate. We have to look beyond what we like. We have to look beyond my son or my daughter who's now dabbling with crayons or something. And we have to take seriously that this is going to represent the ministry but more importantly, the kingdom. And so my my first foot that I put forward has to be the, this within the spirit of excellence. I have to have an excellent mindset to say, I'm not going to take garbage. I'm not going to take anything that's mediocre, but I'm going to, even, even if it affects me, the same way we prepare messages is the same way that you have to Sit yourself down with a professional, the same way that you need a professional engineer in your church. You need professional uh, sound people, professional uh, camera plumber. people. Oh, a doctor. Plumber. Oh, podiatrist. Uh, hello. Oh. Maintenance. Yeah. You don't, yeah. the same way Pediatrician. you go to, Think about that. Think about that. You, you don't go to the veterinarian to deal with your circumstances situation or to the guy that just got his degree. You know, you want somebody that's been tested, tried, and they have, they have some skin in the game. This is what you need. You need somebody that's going to be able to hear you and then be able to take your, your, my, my, my vision is turning uh, bringing image to ideas. That's what I've always positioned myself to do. That you have an idea, I need to now give that idea legs and cause it to work. But if I'm a novice, it's hard for me to do that. Right. It's hard for me to understand what that what it takes to do that. So you want to find somebody that actually will help you to formulate, create, and and make what God is saying you want to have. And, you know, what you want to experience. Another thing I would suggest is there are lots of job sites like Elance, um, Fiverr, so Fiverr there are lots yeah. of sites that you can take advantage of by finding a, a graphic artist um, and they could be in New Delhi. Yeah. yeah. You know, so don't pigeonhole this yourself to thinking you need to get this person from the church because sometimes you don't. Sometimes you say, well, listen, the answer is not in the house. Right. Right, right. You have, right. To be, you have to have an honest discussion with the answer. I would like it to be in the house, but the answer might not be in the house. Right. You know, right. so go on these websites and, and look for freelancers. There's tons yeah. and tons of people out there, great, great artists out there um, that sitting home waiting for work or looking yeah. for work. And yeah. 
in, in this in this COVID environment, they are ready and willing to work. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. For sure. Ready and really and ready yeah, yeah. to work. Yeah, so yeah. I would I would say this this exhaust those those avenues. Um, we will put some links in the show notes about some sites you can go to where you can find yeah. like, great graphic artists if you just don't have access to one right. readily. And um and and just look at look at look at what you have and then how you can enhance it and and move it forward. Yeah, yeah. A- any sure. any last words, sir? Um, I just kind of like the piggyback piggyback off of what you said. Uh, you know. One of the ways to identify what you like is to look at the portfolio of a graphic designer. Look at what they've created in the past and how the, some people will even put their process. Well, I started this job, this was for somebody else, da da da, and they give you the background story. Those are very important because those are the type of people that you want in your camp. Like you said, whether they're coming from the church or not, some people that come from the church, they just they don't have it. They have church where they lack excellence. And a lot of times you have individuals like on Fiverr and all these other sites that they've taken the time to to learn and to grow and to, to, to really be positioned to bring what you need. It's in, it, it doesn't make it doesn't make the logo any less anointed because this person that designed it was not from the church. And I I really want to say that because sometimes we can feel that way. Well, it's got to come through the kingdom. Well, maybe if God can, if God reigns on the just and the unjust, why can't he reign on the unsaved? And use that individual mightily, you know? So that, I think, I think that that's one of the things I want to say in closing, sure. Well, listen, we enjoy sharing. Hopefully you got something out of this. Um, Yeah. And I hope you can glean from this. I hope you can learn from this. Like I said, we'll have plenty of information in the show notes where you can actually gather some information if you want to enhance what you have or yeah. just, or maybe just find someone who can develop something brand new for you. Right. Or spruce up what you have. You know, this is, it's, it's um, no time like the present. Yep. And um, understand that your image is to grab attention. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the first and foremost thing. And it should, it should yeah. marry your image of what you, who you, who you are as a ministry and what and what are your goals and inspired aspiration that God has for your ministry. Right, right. So in closing, as we yep. always say, keep God first in everything first. you do. Mm. See you next time on the Church Sound, Sound Podcast. Podcast. Yeah, yes, yeah. sir.